Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And it's the 23rd of January, 2024. Mm. Yep, and everybody seems to have COVID around me. They do. I, I it's, it's, it's. I, I talked to this guy. He says, "Well, you know, half my, half my crew's out." Talked to this other guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, like you know, 30 percent of my people called in sick last week. I'm thinking, you know, I just wonder. <laughs> Are they calling in just because they know they can now? But then again, some, uh, not everybody gets paid when they go. Not everybody gets paid for sick time. No, but some a lot of people do. So. They hear about it. They're like, hmm, I have an idea. Nobody's going to think twice about this because you're not, you know, when it comes to COVID, nobody asks, asks questions, right? No. It's, 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 it's socially unacceptable. And people get it over and over. Over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't for, well, as far as I know, I haven't had it this round. I'm sure it's coming for me, but we'll see. And you're still the, the rock of health, right? I don't know about that. I just didn't get COVID. So or- so the, to this point, you still never had officially, you still officially never had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's true. It's amazing. Fact. It's amazing. Well, all right, let's, uh, let's get into this because a lot of they got fresh air during the COVID era where they made everyone locked down. I mean, you know, you, out. you watch some of these zombie apocalypse things. There are people that just don't turn into zombies. Yeah, could be. That's you. You're You're the guy. I'm not going to turn into a zombie. I'm not going to turn into a zombie. Let's hope. <laughs> well, we have trouble in the airline space. Since we talked last time, there's been a lot of, dare I say, ups and downs when it comes to Spirit Airlines. Talk about that. Apple love remains. You know, uh, we said last week and we talked about all the downgrades of what happened. And wait to hear what happened this week. We have more stimulus coming, hidden in the details. I thought I thought we were done. I thought, I thought, I thought we were done with this, all the stimulus. Yeah, yeah, you've been living in a dream world, apparently. Uh, the combination now of more student loans being, uh, and I don't understand how Biden can sign executive orders, maybe you can explain this to me, eradicating X number of student loans for X number of billions of dollars. Didn't Wasn't there some kind of challenge in the Supreme Court that said they couldn't do that? I think he zigged when they zagged. Uh, my understanding is the kind of th- th- there is a very specific. It's very it's gotten very specific, so there are certain people that get the uh, get the privilege of having their debt relieved. Many of whom have already paid back the debt by a lot, and sometimes more than you know over and over, but because of the way it was set up, they, they're indebted. It's almost like usury. Mm. Uh, and they're, those are the ones that are trying to let off the hook. And then the other ones are the ones who are working cheap, uh, you know, working as school teachers and cops and things like that, uh, that uh, can't, I don't know, cops make pretty good money, but there's some other, Elements. So he circumvented what the Supreme Court said he couldn't do. Uh, just continues. Just uh, big handouts, regardless of what the uh, and and again, some of these may be deserving. Uh, and, and and for the record, for those of you who are like, oh God, this guy, my gosh, he doesn't care about anybody. I'm all in favor of making sure that there is equity and equitable dealings when it comes to you know finances. There's no question about that. I'll also say that I was always totally against what the government did by allowing these student loans at the levels they did and allowing then the universities, colleges, and and, and secondary educational facilities to essentially have a no-limit tuition increase because it was funded by these- Student loans. And promoted promoted to get student loans. So yeah. I always had a problem with that anyway. Oh, that's, that's, I've never liked that. I mean, when I went to school, there was no pretty much, it was dirt cheap because they didn't, you know, they they, they weren't in the business 
of gouging the students. Uh, I mean, if you, it, it's just ridiculous. I, I think I remember back in the day, it was like 3000 a semester. Not, yeah, well, it was cheaper than that when I was there. Well, you also, you also had a nickel for a pretzel. I did. Actually, you get a nickel a week. <laughs> oh, so we'll talk about that. Bully, uh, the bull, 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 bull is taken off. No stopping us now, right? I mean, everybody's confident that this is just going to continue on, and we're going to see that the the new highs continue to bear new highs, which is usually the case. And yeah, it seems that for even, a while. yeah, and, and, and many of the names like the Nvidia's and the AMD's and and, and some of these they're out of control. Some of them are out of control. We did see that Netflix came out with earnings tonight. Actually, missed on a couple of areas, but did better for. Uh, I think they had about a le- the whisper number was for 11, 11 million new subs, and they came in at 13. Now, whether or not we can cut them up and slice them and dice them and say some of that has to do with the password sharing issue and them cracking down on that, it, it, it looked pretty good. Their outlook for margin was – their current margin, uh, net margin, was actually much less than anticipated, but their outlook for their next quarter's margin is like 26% when they usually run about 11 to 12%, which is- That's interesting. That's yes, must be from the password sharing. It must be because no extra outlay. It's just new people coming in and they just get the the, the money from it. It, it. What they were giving away for free, that now they're going to charge for. That's what it seems to be. So hmm. the stock is up, uh, not up to, not at the all-time high. It still has a long way to go for that. But from the, the 90 or 100 where it was at the depths to like 540, at the close of the after hours trading session, up about 8% in after hours, up about $40, $42. Pretty impressive, especially with the run that they've had. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this when I was on Netflix the other day. What, you, I, what, what I movie can't were you watch in? any. You star in what? a movie? Are you starring in a show? No, I was on Netflix. In- you were watching Netflix. Yeah, not, not on Netflix. No, not yet. Okay, all right. So, so uh, it's hard to watch. I, I've gotten to the what's point where what's hard to watch? You, what? What's hard to watch? It's hard to watch anything on Netflix. Hmm. It's it's the the movies are slow paced. Uh, I don't know what they're they're like kind of like lousy TV shows. Uh, some of them are okay for a while, and then they fall apart. Uh, I'm just finding it very, I, I, there's something amiss with the way they're being, the, the way the movies are being produced for streaming. They're just not as good. There's some lack of something. This is the, the lack of dimensionality that they lack good character development. I'm not sure what it is, but I find it very hard to watch it, watch anything. Well, let me tell you why Netflix. it's very simple. They take what could have been, a, a novel or a story or a, or a, a real life situation, you know, there should have been something maybe on the outskirts, on the very edge of maybe three hours worth of content. Okay. And they stretch it to eight hours. <laughs> you know, they do stretch. The, these things are too long. I mean, that new Scorsese movie that, uh, which I is, I find unwatchable that everyone's r- raving about. Uh, it's three and a half hours. I'm not going to sit. I can't sit on the couch for three and a half hours. I just can't do it. What was that really long one? Nicholas Nickleby? Well, if you go back to the 20s, when you go back into the 1920s, the movies were went on for eight, 10 hours and had all kinds of intermissions. Well, there's a point to that though, right? The point was to bring him in, charge him and then make him pay more. Well, the I mean, the make him pay more thing is you you do those as two movies and make them come in twice. Back in the twenties, they weren't making all the money at the front end at the popcorn stand because they didn't have stuff like that. Not well, to the degree they have it today. Well, I mean, I find that a lot of the shows that are as you describe, uh, they have these scenes where they do this long pan of a landscape. Music coming up slowly until somebody finally comes on the scene. 
That was like three minutes wasted. That's how this goes. That's how they stretch it. Instead of instead of cutting things like they used to and just bringing the point. Anyway, Netflix did very well with whatever they're doing, even though you don't like it. Fact is, the stock is on fire. And compared to the other streaming companies out there, they are the clear winner in this space. Yeah, nope. the other streaming companies can't do their job. They do, the streams terrible. don't work. Terrible. Anything with a plus. <laughs> yes, anything with a plus. Anything with a plus. Means you're going to... Plus means just plus an extra time trying to get it to work. Yeah, exactly. All right, in terms of the market, we have Bitcoin. Well, we got, if you remember, we had this big excitement, this, oh, wow, oh, my God. Bitcoin finally goes mainstream. We got the Bitcoin ETF that came on, the big one from BlackRock. I-B-I-T was the symbol. It was up to $29 on the open. Everybody's all excited, a flurry. Oh, my gosh. And I said, you know, if you're a real Bitcoin believer, this is a, this is a problem. This is a big problem because you, you just went mainstream, which is not what you want. And Bitcoin racked up to about 48000 on the news, finally after a multi-month run. And now, today, sub 40000 Yeah, I heard saw it at thirty-six. I don't know. I didn't realize it hit that low today, but it, it, it really came off about 20% or so from. Everybody's like, oh, you know, we're in for another winter. And that's what, yeah. that's what Bitcoin does. You know, but after a after after enough winters, you know, if, if if you spend enough time in the winters, someone is 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 probably gonna die of of, of frostbite. How many winters yes. can you possibly have? The, not only winters. We're not talking about winters. We're talking about you know sub 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 zero winters. Well, I remember when Bitcoin was four hundred bucks. Yeah, there so. you go. And, and and of course, once again, pretzels were a nickel. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have um, we have an IPO on the way again. A little chatterbox uh, internet site, Reddit is his name. Coming uh, to the IPO again. Remember this thing was stuffed. We'll talk about that. It was kind of really funny situation. Uh, new highs in the markets that I mentioned, pulled by only a few stocks. We see the as they call it the Mag Seven. Or now the Super 6, they're taking Tesla out because Tesla's not really performing. In fact, Tesla's not doing well at all. And there's some reason for that because Elon is doing something that is making people concerned about the stock, uh, more concerned about the stock. And on the margin, we're seeing a margin crunch. We have a good chart to talk about tonight. Rates, rates uh, are moving up. We saw the 10-year above 4%. Again, VIX moving down. So... All that happening, uh, John. I do want to ask you something, sir. Uh, what do you What do you have to say to all the folks listening right now? We're in a new year, two thousand twenty four. Some of them, uh, as we say in the business, have short arms in a very deep pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they should be donating to the no. Uh, the, oh, there you they go. They should be. Do- well, I, I, well, I go to my. Hey, a pitch is a pitch. <laughs> they should be helping the DH Unplugged show. Because uh, we have, we actually produce trophies and shirt, t-shirts. So we have the, we have an overhead that's probably higher than a lot of these these podcasts in terms of server costs and the rest. And uh, it's it's you know they figure well you know these guys can pay for that themselves, which is you know true. We probably could pay for it ourselves, but it seems a little unfair to me. Yeah, if you want us to turn on. If you're on getting it. any benefit from the show, I mean, our stock tips alone, except the ones this month, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a time to get there. It's a good time to go contrary to us this month. But January has always been a little iffy. We used to just eliminate the whole sheet uh, in oh, January. Oh, yeah, remember that? Yeah, we would just wipe it clean. Yeah, but, that, but now I'm looking at what we've done so far this month, all red. Uh, all red. Uh, I'm thinking well, that's probably not a good idea to wipe the whole sheet clean because it makes us look like idiots. Yeah. Uh, when we have good stuff that's up there still. But oh. this is the kind of thing. But you get inform. I I think we could give information that it's not available anyplace else. I agree. I agree, and, and do it in a way that's. Uh, I mean, literally not selling anything like some of these other shows do. 
I mean, we are yeah, selling, our, selling our, ourselves in terms of, you know, this, but. Yeah, we're not selling pillows either. Yes. Oh, that's a correct statement. All right. New highs. New bull market has been declared. We're out yeah, of the who bear. Did, who did this declaration? What, 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 why? The guys, the people, the experts, they said because we're out of the bear market, we eclipsed the previous high set in 2022 after that big drop, that 20, I don't know, 4% drop. Yeah, you know, we had 30-something percent drop, but we ended up being like down maybe at the end of the year, 17% for the S&P 500, 35 or 38% for the NASDAQ 100. Dow Jones was crushed as well, not as badly. as maybe down 8% uh, for that year. And we, we eclipsed the highs, and now – that officially becomes a bull market once you get okay. out of the bear. Well, it sounds good to me. Yeah. Airlines. I don't did we did we talk we did talk about Spirit Airlines last week, right? I think it was mentioned in passing as I was shorting Boeing. Well, JetBlue Airlines and Spirit Airlines. No, it could have been. This is we were talking about on Friday. Maybe we talked about some of the things, but on Friday said now they're appealing. A federal judge ruling issued earlier this week that blocks the two carriers' planned merger on antitrust grounds. So check this out. So JetBlue was buying Spirit for about three point eight billion. Yeah, this was this is going back to the summer of two thousand twenty-two, and um, late on Tuesday, the 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 federal judge said, "No, this is not going to work because." It's going to eliminate the budget carriers and mean higher prices for cost-conscious consumers. Isn't JetBlue considered a budget carrier? Well, it's going to take one out. It's going to take Spirit out. Well, okay. Yeah, it would, it, it would make, well, they're probably- Less competition. Just simply less competition. Yeah, that, that, yeah, but I guess it didn't make any difference when United bought people or Continental got folded into someone and, you know- Eastern these Airlines and- all these Northwestern. The thing is that at that point, there were plenty of other opportunities. So the consolidation of the industry wasn't as big of a deal, but now you have such, such a small group of carriers, particularly those in the low cost budget minded. Um, you know, this is a problem. So here's what's interesting. The stock dropped 62% last week mm. on Thursday, it moves as low as $4, finishes Friday at about $7. Today, it's about $8.50, $9. So it's up from its low about 100%, give or take. Yeah, give or take. Quick. But what's interesting about this is, if you think about it, if Spirit, if Spirit Airlines is that backed up with debt and has that limited earning potential, and in fact, is going to have to do something very dramatic and maybe yeah. even let's go so far as saying go bankrupt. Let's go that far. Yeah, I'm with you. Isn't that going to eliminate the potential for one of the budget carriers anyway? Yeah, it would wipe them out. And therefore, doesn't the fear of the judge come true either way? Whether they merge or whether they go bankrupt? Yeah, but but right, but if they merge, at least they'd have uh, they'd keep people in position earning position. They people are still being they wouldn't hurt the employees as much. They should merge. Yep. So there's an appeal going on. I'm sure that what's going to happen is there's going to be some concessions given, and they'll overturn it, and they'll actually make this happen. Just an interesting thing. Stock symbol S-A-V-E. Something to look at there. Um, Security Airlines, that's a good stock symbol. Yeah. In fact... We have that coming up at the end of the show. I'm going to talk about that again. Something that you want to hear about. So don't go, don't touch that dial. What was that? Remember that? Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. <laughs> Remember those days? Yes, that used to be in the 60s, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Bitcoin. Let's talk about that for a second. Now, so Bitcoin was sub 40,000 on Monday. Uh, Sell-off continues. What are they blaming it on? This is, I, I find this to be just hysterical. They're blaming it on the selling of the Grayscale ETN or whatever that, the Grayscale Trust that was traded, GBTC yeah. is a symbol. And, and people selling those shares because it's like a 1.5%. It, it's a derivative product with 1.5% fee, management fee. And going into some of these spot ETFs, which is direct investment, 
even though it's an ETF, but into the cash contract of or spot uh, Bitcoin. And it's charging like, you know, 0.15%. The BlackRock is really cheap. So why why spend the extra 1.5% or so if you don't need to? But I have a question for you, John. I already know the question. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, I have a Bitcoin and I sell it to buy a Bitcoin over here. So I net the difference is there's no the net is zero. I mean, I I sold a Bitcoin here and I bought one there, and so why should this Bitcoin value go down? It shouldn't go down. How ridiculous do they think? How stupid do these Bitcoiners think we are? I don't know, but that is the dumbest explanation for the collapse that I've heard ever. Yeah, they're leaving. They're leaving. Leaving Bitcoin to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. And oh, there it goes. Down it goes. Down it goes. So stupid. Uh, big banks, uh, this is something that uh, I think you brought to me. Big banks are suing the Fed. Big banks have hired one of the country's top trial lawyers and is preparing to sue the Federal Reserve, which is, I don't know, people who, who, who thinks of these things. It's been uh, going on for a while. Yeah, the sweeping new industry regulations aren't watered down. Eugene Scalia the son of the former Supreme Court justice and well-known conservative litigator. Why are they going to put the word conservative conservative in there? Uh, there's no reason for it just to, to yeah, give it. I, I think it's a way of, it's a way of smearing someone. It's it's the way of, I think, it charging people up, you know, about what this is. So, yeah. You know, it's, oh, he's conservative. I love him. Oh, my God, he's conservative. Oh, I, I hate him. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's drawing a lawsuit uh, seeming or seeking to block the proposed rules on behalf of the Bank Policy Institute, which is a trade group, represents J.P. Morgan and Citibank and Goldman Sachs and other people. Uh, but the first time in recent memory that the industry has sued the Fed and a departure from the standard halls of power persuasion efforts that try to avoid antagonizing its chief regulator. <laughs> That's like you suing your parents. Yeah, for yeah, I know. It's kind of what it's like. It's like, well, you better have a good case. Yeah. That have a really good case. Or you're going to be sitting in your room a lot. I mean, how could you, one of the reasons the Fed is clamping down and, and there's a lot more charges is because they had to pay for bailouts in the industry to save the entirety of the industry. And now you don't like the fact, so you sue them, but they saved your ass. Ah, ingrates. I don't know. There's got to be more to it than that. I'm sure there is, but they just don't want the 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 harsh regulations. And, and the regulations should be harsher than they are. Well, but they don't want all this. And in fact, you know, one of the hallmarks of of many of the Democrats is to have more regulations, not less. We know that under Trump in the last regime, or even go back to other Republicans. The there's less Let's go back to Clinton. Clinton pulled a plug on a lot of regulations. Well, he, that was a whole different discussion. That was a disaster. But do you think Clinton was your ordin your regular Democrat? No. Well, everyone calls him the the best Republican Democrat right. that's ever been in office. I understand. So he pulled. But all the, right, exactly. He was still a Democrat, and he remains to be. A, he remains one. Yeah. Uh, more on the airlines, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration has recommended that airlines operating Boeing 737-900ERs, the, uh, in, they, 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 they inspect their dog door, door plugs to ensure they're properly secured after some operators reported, of course, issues. A lot more nuts and bolts have seemingly been found lately. There was a report today. It's just nuts and bolts. Just I'm telling you, Boeing is doomed. It's laying around. Just nuts and bolts. Boeing can't be doomed. Do you know why? It's a national country, a company. Yeah, I understand that. But something's got to give here. This is not going to, this can't continue like this. There's only one other viable carrier in this size aircraft. There's other smaller ones for private jets, et cetera. But these giant liners, there's two companies. There's Boeing and there's there's Airbus. That's it. Yeah. Until the Chinese come along, ah, that, that's all the you know. That, then, then, then we're going to put regulations why we can't buy them. You know, well, we'd rather have a Chinese product, hoping that there's going to be good bolts and and nuts and and things, uh, versus a Boeing product. 
I don't know. Yes, because if a Chinese plane goes down like that, they'll take the CEO out and shoot him in the head. Oh. That's what the child, the Chinese deal with, with, uh, with the business community. So it's a simple, simple justice. Well, it's like, you know, the Chinese, uh, consider the, uh, a, a great grave responsibility to run a, a company that would build like Boeing, for example, the, the CEO should be, uh, held to a higher, uh, standard than the guy who runs the local dry cleaners. Okay. I'll give you that. So regulators, regulators have also stepped up scrutiny on Boeing. Uh, what else? It's a new safety alert for operators. So you're continuing on with your, there's nothing changed there is the point. No. O- only more bolts and nuts found. Yeah. Another door will fly off. Yeah. Uh, Apple, Apple opens, uh, has ended its Samsung Electronics 12 year run as the largest seller of smartphones. After commanding a 20% market share in 2023. Samsung ended the year with a 19.4 share. Followed by um, China's Xiaomi, Oppo, and Transgen. So that was interesting. So the changing in ranks comes after a tough year that saw consumers going slow on smartphone upgrades and choosing cheaper handsets due to high inflation and economic uncertainty. So they, they got, uh, I guess what happened is, it's not that they sold more necessarily, the others sold less. It seems like it's, it seems like it's a slowdown in China and the brands that were very popular in China and in Asia versus Apple selling more phones. Although the Apple bulls won't give you that. No, they'll, they'll say, no, 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 no. It's all because of Apple's dominance. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you this, the new Samsung foldable phone, the new one. Yeah? Dynamite. My son has one. Well, I didn't think you had one. Oh, I don't have any, no, any phone. I don't use one. these things. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the 13 months without a phone. Um, I should join some. There's some competition about this. Anyway, so he's got one of these, the new foldable. Man, that thing is killer. I, I mean, Apple, they, they don't have a touch screen on their laptops. They don't have a foldable phone. Their, their technology is way behind everybody else. They're just coasting. That's why I'm not a fan of what's going on with them. They used to be a leader, and I don't see any evidence of that anymore. Right. But people love it. And, and in fact, they, Apple loves they themselves. They do? Why, why? Why? I'm talking about stockholders. Stockholders are enamored oh, yeah, stockholders, with yeah. the cash on hand, the reliability of the earnings, which is questionable, by the way. That that reliability of earnings that would, that created the cash cow situation where Apple was a place to put money, especially during questionable times, the old IBM, the old GE, the old, you know, those names, right? Yeah, the there's just in fact Apple's exactly like the old IBM. Right. And, and that's what's happening is they got so big and they had, just like IBM wore suits when everybody was dressing down, they couldn't change. The only IBM thing- had a rule. I have a kind of, I've always had a thought about this. IBM used to have rules about you had, they had dress codes. Yeah, of and course. So you had to dress a certain way if you're going to work for IBM. They, they relaxed the dress code some years ago and I was witness to it because I was, I think I was in, in Boca or someplace where they were, the IBMers all decided they're going to just dress the way they want. And I guess their wives didn't have any input, obviously. And it was like, holy mackerel, there's a good reason for that dress code. These guys don't know how to dress. Mm. It was an embarrassment. Mm. So there's re- there's good reasons for some of these rules. Well, Apple is now the innovator of different size phones and, yeah. and, and, and multiple or single cameras. Yeah. That's basically what you get. It's like, oh, we have a new phone. It's uh, a little bit brighter, a little bit longer battery, and a little bit bigger. Oh. Yeah, or, or narrower or got extra camera. Mm-hmm. Now, Apple recently- you, Samsung Foldable's the one to go with. Yeah, That's something to look at. Something to look at. Apple like received- it. Three recent downgrades, by the way, by, by re- reputable brokerage firms. Yes, I noticed. I noticed that. And uh, since I shorted it, 
I noticed that I have not done well with that particular. Well, thing. here's why. Apple receives three downgrades from big brokers firms. Stocks down $2. Apple receives one upgrade. Yeah. And the stock good. moves up by $6. Yeah. Yeah, the the upward momentum for this for that stock is uh, is still there. Because everybody knows that all you have to do and it's, it's again these gamma trades. It's the option trades, the zero-day options. It's the index trades. It's the passive investor. It's the market cap weighted index. All these things that go together. It's all the same. All these things right now, at this moment, this 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 won't last. It can't last. No, but it it can't last forever, but it can last. Yeah, no, it can't last for a while. Yeah, of course. What do they say? That the, the markets can stay... Um, uh, er, more uh, markets can remain irrational longer than you can stay solvent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's one of the classics. So, U.S. Customs Border Protection determined on Friday, last Friday, that Apple can now use a redesign to bypass an import ban on newer Apple Watch mode, stemming from its patent infringement dispute with a medical monitoring technology um, called uh, Massimo which was the uh, pulse oximeter. So now they're going to create a watch without a pulse oximeter, which, so I guess somehow they're going to turn it off maybe, just the software turn off. So all this excitement about it, you think they're going to reduce the cost of the watch to the public? For No, why would they? Why would they? So now you're going to buy the same thing. They click the button from uh, on to off. Why in the world they didn't pay up for Ma to Massimo? Is beyond my understanding. It's pay it already. It may be too high. Two hundred million, five hundred million. I mean, who cares? They have so much money. They're, they're printing that daily. They're Maybe they cheap. thought if we do it for one, how many other, how many, how many other things that we stole are we going to have to pay for? Yeah, that's the old <laughs> Yeah, that's the old Silicon Valley angle. Right? Yeah, let's just steal it and see what happens. Maybe nobody will notice. And then nobody gets paid. Because Massimo is not going to get paid now. There's going to be, I don't think so. Well, they I, should I, get paid for, well. The time that people have it. And what about all those people that have it? Already. You know, Apple can do a, uh, on, uh, they can do a. Like an over the air. Lipstream over the air upgrade, which down, uh, or downgrade should be the proper word. Can you it's imagine doable. that? People that have that? And they, they oh, they'd both, be irked. Oh, terrible. Now, Tesla had some really interesting news. Not, not necessarily good this weekend. Uh, there was this whole brouhaha and media outlets all over the Northeast got a hold of this, this freezing cold temperature. Yeah. And these parking lots that became resting areas for the frozen electric cars that couldn't turn on, people yeah, couldn't open their Tesla's. doors and they couldn't charge. Yeah. Oops. So I said this to somebody. I said, you know. I'm, how did this happen this year? This was just as bad. We had cold snaps last year. We had the Arctic, whatever that was. Oh, the Arctic Vortex. The Vortex. The Arctic Vortex <laughs> and some other things. The bomb and all these things that went through a couple of years ago, two, three years. Tesla's have been around for what? How many? A decade? And how come this situation didn't appear yeah, during those moments? Or is it just because somebody's got, I mean, I find it suspicious that all of a sudden this is happening. It all of a sudden before. we have these car graveyards and people showing you that they're they're touching their handles on the door and it won't open because it's so cold, you can't get that touch going, which I guess is... Yeah, exactly. But again, this would be no different than a year or two ago. So why is it all of, all of a sudden an issue? But I, I can't tell you. I think if somebody's out to get Tesla... Somebody's out to get Elon? You think it's Ford? Yeah. Maybe it's Ford? Well, Ford would be one good. GM? Ford, GM. The guys are all dirty tricksters. We've known that over the over their histories. You, you would think if that was the case, Elon would figure it out and call them out, though. He hasn't said anything well, about them. Maybe there's a different, maybe there's, maybe there's some kind of a different well, technology. Maybe you can't prove anything. 
It's just news outlets doing their job. I mean, he maybe doesn't suspect. This is like when you see storms and they, they stay on one corner that's windy. And you don't know if there's a fan going on or what's going on with this whole thing, right? But they don't do a lot of panning or anything like that. It's the same people over and over with different clips talking. And 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 in this case, there was a very only a few people that they were, like, uh, focusing the camera on. Who knows? Let's move beyond this. Let's talk about really the point, though, that Elon Musk posted on, on X that he's uncomfortable, all of a sudden, by the way, he's uncomfortable developing Tesla into a leader in artificial intelligence unless he has more control, which is code. What does that mean? Well, what do you mean, what does that mean? That's code for he wants more ownership of the company. He's uncomfortable being the smartest man in the world and developing this if he only has a 30% position in the company. Oh, that's interesting. And there's no super voting shares. So what is going to have to happen is he's going to be issued, in order to do this, he'll be issued common stock. And when you when you look at how much he wants to do it, it's about $100 billion worth. And if, in fact, you do issue this to him, because the board that they have is a bunch of lackeys that agree with everything he says... There's estimates that it will take the shares down at least $14, which is So wait a minute. So he's been dumping Tesla shares. I watch it when I look at the insider trading for, I don't know, five years. He's been throwing it onto the market. A lot of billions of dollars worth of Tesla stock. You know, just kind of walking away from it. And then he's got himself down to 30%. And now he just wants a gift to bring himself back up to some whatever he wants, 50% ownership or who knows what. Yeah, this because if ridiculous. he doesn't do that, yeah. if, if if it's not agreed to that that's going to happen, he'll start another company that the t- current Tesla shareholders don't, maybe private, that they won't get a piece of. Which is interesting because they've been developing all this under Tesla for years. Can he just take that technology somewhere else? No. Technically, well, but maybe he can. It depends on how this is written up and how he's done it. He's not a dummy, so he could have come up with some scheme. I'm sure he's got a team of guys out there and gals that are coming up with schemes every single day and looking for reasons. This is probably one of them saying, hey, you know what? Let's get some more shares because why should you do this? Why should you be the AI guy? Why should you put this in the car and Tesla and just give it away? Can you imagine this? concept starts to move and broaden out you'll have company <laughs> so so you'll have companies that create some kind of product but decide you know what we're not going to be happy doing this we're going to want more ownership therefore the people that develop this see this doesn't make sense is why the people who develop kind of what happened when intel was formed out of fairchild semiconductor okay but but did Intel, did uh, Fairchild and, get- and and Elon is a student of Silicon Valley and the way it operates, and that's one of the things that happened. I mean, Fairchild uh, did the same thing to uh, Shockley Semiconductors, and uh, or Shockley Transistors. I can't remember the name of the company, but he, they they started up, and then these guys started up out of out of Fairchild with their ideas that they pretty much developed at Fairchild. There's no doubt about that. Well, I do. We did it at home. Uh, I don't think so. And so, uh, so it, that is not a new idea, but it's chicken shit. There's no no question about it. And again, what what reverberations is this going to have in in the world of not only technology but in the world of you know IP? Who owns that? Usually, when you're working for a company, and something you develop at the company is not yours; it's the company's product. Yeah, usually, almost always. So now they struck some kind of deal. The, Unless sh- you did a pre-deal. In other words, you can start working at a company and you you do this with a number of companies. If you, if you take a job in Silicon Valley, all the projects you're working on on the side have to be listed in your employment contract. And, and so you list everything you can imagine that you've ever even thought of doing and you put this big list together. And if that's 
And then that goes into your, your contract. And so you can say, well, I've been something I was working on before I started working for you. So I can go off and do it now. You can do that. That happens. If in but, fact, if in fact this happens and, and Elon Musk does take that outside of there, Tesla shareholders should be pissed off, you know, incredibly. First, he takes- I would his, think, yeah. First, you know, so there's a sec- separate company. I would believe it's not associated with Tesla, with his space, you know, his uh, uh, space- um, uh, SpaceX. SpaceX um, with Starlink and all that. And then you have, um, he did fold in his, I think it was brothers or his cousins or his uncles or somebody's basically his solar company that was going bankrupt. Solar City. Yeah, that was going bankrupt. Um, and then on top of it, you do a deal where uh, you take all your time away from being CEO of the company and buy, for whatever reason, on, I don't know, a, a, a weird rebound of some some drug or so, whatever's going on, whatever happened, a bet. I don't know. I don't know what reason, or maybe just a, 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 just a desire to buy Twitter for some ungodly amount of money and spend all your time over there. I mean, I don't know. I don't care how smart he is. He can't do everything. Well, he could do the uh, kind of pull one of those stunts, which is another good mechanism where you take some intellectual property of Tesla and you pull it from Tesla and you create an, an IPO, a speculative IPO around that and create another company, which then has some obligation to Tesla, but it could be just minor so that shareholders don't get completely screwed. They get like 10% of it or who knows what. Uh, It's doable uh, if you're tricky enough. Yeah. All right, moving along, we have a lot to talk about here. Uh, U.S. lawmakers are announced a bill to enhance tax breaks for businesses and low-income families in a strong show of bipartisan support for largely revenue-neutral members. First of all, there's no revenue-neutral measure. There's no such thing with this government. No, it's impossible. The, the The new deal is called the Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act of 2024. It's going to increase the child tax credit and restore the full value of declining business tax deductions for investments in research and development and plant and equipment. So there was some of this stuff was coming off and, you know, they only do something temporary and now they're bringing it back and there's going to be $2,000 per child tax credit in 2025 and tax breaks for affordable housing and people hit by Disasters, wildfires, train derailments. And I think, uh, what was the deal? Florida has a law that's trying to be passed or something about payment of legal fees for politicians. And it's going to create, if it passes, huge sums of money for Trump for his defense. Kind of interesting. Look that up. Uh, show well, me the I've money. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it's a new one I, just, I read about today. I don't know the whole detail. But U.S. President well, in- Joe Biden on Friday announced student debt cancellation of $5 billion for 74,000 borrowers. That's probably nice. $136 billion of total loan forgiveness for 3.7 million Americans. Is it actually Americans or just people that have loans? Well, that's a good question. I've really thought about that before. Macy's going private rumor again. The board director said on Sunday, of course, it was a Sunday night, they're rejecting a $5.8 billion take private deal because the proposal lacks compelling value. I mean, it would have taken Macy's from like 18 bucks or 17 bucks to 21. But remember, some of the recent move, that big move that Macy's made already was due to the fact that these private equity group was buying Bunches and bunches of shares. So Arc House Management and Partner Brigade Capital Management also already has significant stake in Macy's, um, well, issued an unsolicited proposal. I don't see how Macy's has any prayer of surviving. Yeah, I, I, I take the money and run, dudes. This, this, this is... I mean, it's just the gimbals now, you might as well Gimbals or JCPenney or Kmart, right? Sears. Sears. 
Reddit IPO, social media platform Reddit, has drawn up detailed plans to launch its IPO in March. Moving forward, where the listing has been eyeing for more than three years. Remember, one of the things that happened was they were slammed for something they did. The Reddit moderators basically shut down the site. They weren't writing. They weren't opening their doors. Everybody went private. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, it was a scandal. Right. So the moderators did that, and then it it was bad. So the IPO was, was, was temporarily pulled and shelved. And they're coming back out because it's enough time that has passed that guess what? Everybody forgot. Shh, shh, don't tell them. This once once again, the same, you know, I'm sure that what happened was when it pulls it. Listen, let's give it a couple of years. Nobody will remember what happened. <laughs> Except you. And then we'll just go out this thing again. Don't worry. We'll we'll spit this stuff on the public. They won't know what hit them. Davos. Yeah, this is Company is kind of old to be. Yeah, just what what's so great about this, and where's the limitation? Where, where's the, where's the upside? Where's the upside? Where's the growth? Makes no sense. It's a message board. Yeah, well, elaborate one, but that's what that's all it is. Yeah, the Davos confab, the economic confab, or all the looky looks and the hootie hoos of the world go during this time of year and. Spend time skiing. talking with each other about, you know. Well, they're just skiing. Old... Don't kid yourself. What's that? They're skiing. Yes. What'd they talk about? CNBC has become unwatchable, by the way. Just totally in the morning unwatchable. I told you it was unwatchable, but you'd watch it and see what's going on. Now it's unwatchable for the content as well as the graphics that are on there. It used to be that a nice ticker was going by. Now it's a just jumble. Well, all we heard about was every single question by CNBC. This is what they do. I, I am I am dead sure that the hosts, the producers, they have shares. They can't buy stocks, so they buy ETFs. But all they talked about, the Fed, AI, AI, the Fed, the Fed, AI, AI, the Fed. Every person that came on... So, can you tell us how AI will affect? What is your firm doing with AI? What is the future of AI? Is AI well? It's cracked up to AI. And what about the Fed? Are they how? When are they going to cut? How much are they going to cut? Where is the Fed going to cut? And what about AI and the Fed? Will the Fed look at AI as a reason to cut? I mean, it's just so annoying. You may ask, why do I watch it? Why do you watch it? I don't really. I have it on as as mindless stuff in the background. Usually I watch Bloomberg. Much more information. Not as st- stupidly entertaining as watching Joe Kernan make a fool of himself daily with his shenanigans. Big thing in Davos was also Jamie Dimon, who, who said Bitcoin is a pet rock. He also warned on a variety of things that uh, said a lot of headwinds which we already knew about, said there's a lot of things that are happening, which we know about. But yet, coming from Jamie Dimon, you got to listen. Now, back to AI. There's more AI. Microsoft said consumers and small businesses can buy subscriptions to access more capabilities as artificial intelligence co-pilot as it moves to grow sales beyond large enterprises. Oh, Clippy on steroids. Yeah, Clippy. After, now, for people who don't know what Clippy is, go look up Clippy, Microsoft. And this is pretty much the... Clippy was was the precursor. He was the caveman of AI, right? Yeah. But it was still a similar product. Yeah. I mean, just the same thing, answer your questions. And then, they, of course, the people got sick of Clippy because he's annoying. And so they put a little dog in its place. Remember the dog? Yeah, I had to turn it off because it would always... No matter what I did, that would always bog my system down. And the dog would bark, woof. And wag its tail. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. So twenty bucks a month, you can have Copilot, which is a uh, twenty bucks a month. Yeah, two hundred bucks. I have to spend two hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, for uh, something I don't want. Yeah, you're gonna get a text drafting, number crunching AI assistant. Huh. And you're gonna for be two hundred forty dollars. You're gonna have access to should be nineteen bucks for life. Well, if you were if you were still writing for a magazine. This could come in pretty handy as a tool for 
grammar checks and punctuation. They have the grammar checker already in the uh, Microsoft Word. And besides that, if you're writing for a publication, whatever you write goes to a copy editor and they take care of all the little glitches. Well, you don't need a copy editor anymore. No. Poor copy editors. Too bad for copy editors. Margins. Let's get through this. we got a few more minutes left. Margins and earnings. So the S&P reported its its lowest, lowest, low net profit margin in more more than three years in quarter four. So the, the quarter... That we're looking at here now. According to FactSet, which is a well-respected publication, the blended net profit margin for S&P 500 for Q4 2023 is 10.7%, which is below the previous quarter's margin, 12.2, below the year ago's profit margin of 11.2, and below the five-year average of 11.5. Meanwhile, all-time highs. Yeah. Well, that's how you do it. Nice work. Here's a little chart. Take a look at this chart. Profit margin trend. Yep. You can see very clearly, this is quarter by quarter, that where we are is not so good. No, but it's not the worst. Not the worst, but that was in 2020. But we were right about where we were in the fourth quarter of 2019 when stuff started rolling over. It was rolling over before COVID. And then COVID kiboshed it. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Not not great. I mean, go it's back. It's not good. It's not good. Considering no. where it was like, you know, uh, last year. Considering where it was, the fact that earnings. Five months ago. Yeah, and and markets are on all-time high. Something doesn't fit. Something Maybe margins will expand again. Maybe so, the markets are too high. Maybe. Here's uh, our nice trade baby commentary. Or nice trade. Yeah, baby. this is a good one. Traders have put on a massive bearish options bet earlier this month on crop trading giant Archer Daniels Midland ADM is a symbol are sitting on more than seventeen million dollars in profits. So I'd like to know how, how that played out. I mean, did you sense this? Um, I think you could have. Pro- well. The big issue, there, there was, you could probably have said something about food costs and maybe ags a little bit, maybe, maybe. But the big issue was that um, there was a, a probe of the chief financial officer and a cut in earnings outlook pending this accounting probe. And also, I think, irregularities that were being announced in the financials. That's what really caused the problem. So the owners of the options were allowed to sell more than $1.6 million of uh, shares at 65 apiece or up uh, $17 million. They, they, they did this on uh, January 5th. That's a big bet, though. That's a big bet because it could have gone nowhere and you could have lost tons of money. Well, it depends on how you bet it tons of money. I mean, I'm sure it was spread out. Spread sure out where? It's, on one, it's just on one option. It's small-time players. You can play... Puts without going nuts. Correct, but this was this was this had to be a large. This had to be a what? I don't know. A a, a million dollar bet. Well, this is a big bet. I guess depending on the size you are. We're announcing something big, John. Okay. The uh, close to the pin first one for yeah. two thousand and twenty four. The the target company, Spirit Airlines. Save. Save. Save That's Spirit Airlines. It's a pretty good pick. Yeah, so what's going to happen is that uh, you'll have a couple of weeks to put in your price guess, and then uh, whoever gets closest on the closing date, which is like February, let's see, February. So you'll have till now to the 2nd of February to get your price pick in, and then on the 9th of February, closes at the close, and whoever's closest wins all sorts of, sorts of goodies. All right, let's get to the... Uh, Get to the game. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk. 
along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz, accompanied myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discussed in the segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. All right, take a run on what's going on. Well, ever since uh, your pick of iShares MSCI China ETF buy, which is down, uh, we have yet to pick a stock in the green. Mm, that's rough. Yeah, so I'm blaming you. Uh, uh, you have Fresh Pet Inc. short? No, down 3%. Alpha Pro Tech LTD. Uh, hazmat Suits, which is a good idea, down. Opco Health, one of my picks, an insider deal. Down. Boeing, which I shorted, down. Apple, which I shorted, down. So this is not starting off well. Um, <laughs> but but I don't know that our January's ever half started off well. I don't think we started hitting our stride until, um, and we do. We always, we do hit a stride at some point. And usually uh, around September it starts. Well, that's what happened. A lot of good things on the list right now. Remember, one of the one of the things is also the way that we play the game with at least a fifteen percent stop. The thing is that if you really were investing and you're in the money, you would take some profits off the table. If we have a let's let's say a uh, let me just think for a second a twelve percent profit in a day, just one just real quick in a day on a stock that we picked. Like if we pick something today, like my first pick is short advanced micro devices coming out with earnings by the way on the thirtieth. Um, I'm calling my thesis PE delirium. I don't know. The, the, the PE is like some, it's like 1700 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's too high. Something ridiculous. The stock is out of control. Out of control. So they may have some new product coming out. It may be something amazing. I, no, this is the pro. I know what it is. Mm. This is their the promise of an AI competitor. Yes, correct. With NVIDIA. And there's no evidence of this being a real product. They say they have something. They're, they're, that's what they yeah, say. Yeah, well, they do. I'm sure they have something. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's cheaper than the NVIDIA product. I mean, that's the way they operate. But whether it's any good or whether it works or whether it really re replaces or does or if you can engineer around it, there's a million things that are variables here. And if the stock is going up because they do have a viable candidate that is cheaper than NVIDIA, why is NVIDIA still going up? Yeah, well... Because the people who are investing in NVIDIA don't believe it. Yeah, of course. So, uh, point is, though, if you were up 13% and time goes on and all of a sudden the stock backtracks, and let's say it's now down 15%, you have a net loss of two that we're showing. In real life, you would have taken some profits. Yeah, well, you, you, well, all you're doing now is rationalizing the fact that we have yet to hit a home run here. Uh, in the first of month. Well, so I got a few things. I got. I didn't tell you about the other pick I have. After tonight's win in New Hampshire uh, with Donald Trump, now yeah. uh, potentially a shoo-in, as long as he doesn't get convicted, I guess, or maybe from jail. I don't Even know. Even if he gets convicted. Even if he gets convicted? Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to pick the Geo Group, which is a private Prison system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not for him. That's the one that Bill Gates has a piece of. Yeah, not, 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 this has nothing to do with Trump going to jail. That's not the point. The point, <laughs> the, the point is that a crackdown on crime and migrants and immigration and blah, 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 will overwhelm the jails. There'll be no more that need to be had. The stock chart also looks like it's coming over the top of a long awaited uh, return to its, uh, to, to, to a, uh, resistance point. So I'm going to pick that symbol G E O. Wow. I'm liking this pick. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really wise pick. You're right. Uh, and they can throw up prisons pretty quickly. And if it has to be, we got like, there's millions of illegals in the country. Many of them shouldn't be here. Most of them, all of them technically. And uh, they're going to have to put them someplace. Mm hmm. What do you got? Nothing. Oh. All right. And it ended with a thud right there. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got nothing. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank, down thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of this insanity tonight. Well, thank you for being the other half. Yeah. And I'll see you again in February. Oh, is no. Is that right? Don't no, we I don't have another so. You're not right. No, I'm wrong. No. Oh, this is a fiver. This is a fiver. Yeah, there's a fiver. There's a fiver. So we have the 30th, 30th of January. Yep, I will. Yeah, generally speaking, if there's a fiver, you take a day off. Yes, but not this time. No, good. That, All right. This, All right, see you later. Right. Bye. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, cause I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint, I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care, no millionaire can give me the ice to stare, cause I got a dollar, my last dollar bill. Horowitz & Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.